Hello and welcome to the 551 podcast. I am Wes Berdine and uh, I'm doing a sexy duet mic here with uh, Eric Silverbrenneman. You are, you're back from, uh, you were in New Orleans. New Orleans, baby. Oh, it was wonderful. I brought the heat, man. I got back. I left and it was like 80 degrees. Today it's 80 degrees. Bringing it with you. Uh, yeah. You saw lots of good music. You oh, had so much lots music. of good liquor and lots of good food. <laughs> All of the above. All right. That's wonderful. Uh, give, me the, give me the best uh, combination of those things that happened or, or, or best event or something. I'm, only, I'm just going to say, just give me one thing. No, I can do say. it. I can do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the sobriety level was, especially the first night, was rough. But. Um, Crawfish Etouffee, followed by, we went to about two or three different uh, music venues, but we ended up at the Blue Nile, and there was just this slamming brass band that was so much fun, and that was the day we got in, and we pushed it really hard, so I had been in, I'd been ups rather since like 6 a.m., and I really wanted to stay, but like, I, you know, my body was just giving out on me in so many ways, so, you know, I only lasted like half an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, been here the whole time, uh, Rodrigo. Welcome back. You, you've been holding up the fort. You're not at trivia night like Alex. She That's right. Is. Yeah, he's at trivia night again, right? Yeah. I hope he wins. We better see this guy on Jeopardy or something. Yeah. yeah. It's just bar trivia, guys. Mm. <laughs> it's not weak. Uh, um, I'm, you so also Lego brought, movie references. The, <laughs> the special drink that you brought tonight yeah. was Guarana. Guarana Antarctica. So oh, original do Brasil. This is the Brazilian, <laughs> the Brazilian like uh, original of Red Bull. Yeah, basically, it's the the key ingredient in in Red Bull is is guarana, bull testosterone. Yeah, <laughs> right, bull nuts. <laughs> Isn't that like like Red Bull has synthetic bull testosterone in it? You know this, right? Something like that's the taurine. Yeah, but that's the mix. Oh, so taurine. Too. Oh, it's different. Okay. Yep. Yep. So is there any? Bull semen in this. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. And that's how we start. There we go. So uh, this week's podcast, we will talk about, uh, we should have saved this for, for uh, the Red Bull when we played the that's Red Bull. That's true. Um, I get more. So uh, we've got some good, the bad, and the weird, but we've got Minnesota United versus Houston. Uh, Wonderwall is back. Uh, and so we'll kind of hit that. And then, uh, you know, in, in the, the Twitter uh, mailbag, we've got everything from, uh, you know, uh, regrets about who, who we should have signed and to uh, working through uh, lineup talk. Um, so let's, with that, let's uh, take a break, do big quarters, come back and do the good, the bad, and the weird. Do, do, cat, do, cat, do, cat, do, 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 Back on the fifty-five-one podcast, let's start off. Let's start off with the good uh, FC St. Pauli, our sister club in Germany. Uh, they are three points off the automatic drop and two points off the playoff drop in Bundesliga two, so in the second division, because they beat Henry Kissinger's club, <laughs> Greutherfurt, and uh, so they've got two more matches left in the season. It was not a very good season. But uh, it's good that they, you know, the the two te- two games they have left are, they're not easy, but they're they're, you know, they can get a, a few points from them and and get safe. Cool. Um, Skull and bones. The bad was um, did I, and, and either of you guys watch LAFC's uh, the the opener or their first match in Bank of, LA Bank of Stadium 
America Stadium. <laughs> I don't know. I forget what I know it's Bank. B A N C. So I don't know. Didn't watch, but but heard about it. Yeah. I so I mean, it was a terrible game, and it ends in the last second with a free kick from far out that just like it was a absolute howler. Ball just goes underneath the keeper while he's down trying there trying to, to get no. it. No, I was at the local watching uh, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich, so no, I didn't catch a, a lot of getting free drinks on your birthday. Wait, hey, no. wait, no, that was that game was Wednesday. This game yeah. was on the weekend. Oh, was it? Well, then yeah. maybe so you, it was just, just, you spent I, the whole I, week. I spent the week at the at local. I pretty yeah. much right pre promotion. Well, right, that's well done. Um. So anyway, so the bad part about it is the game was bad, but also. You're opening a new stadium, new team, first time at home. You're in LA. Everyone knows what's coming, right? Everyone a year ago, two years ago, could should have said they're gonna do the chant, the chant, the right? chant. So how do we how do we just like cut it out, right? How do we kind of put the kibosh on that early? And, they didn't um, play the video message. They didn't, they, they didn't have yeah. a video. LA Galaxy apparently do a video. Yeah, well, um, so do we. Yeah, we do. But like Minnesota has. It's a passive aggressive like, video. Well, there's history right? there, though, too. Even, well, even back to like NASL, we, you know, people and, were conscious. And also, of there's like, in like LAFC is a very large contingent of they are reaching out to fans who are like Liga MLX is their number yes. number one follow. That's not happening in Minnesota just right. because of the lower Latino population and like, you know, you just don't have you have like people from all over, um, and so. Brown folk do exist in Minnesota, which is no, I'm just in saying, many I'm different places. Games. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not... We're even in Duluth. Uh, even in Brainerd. Um, yes. so true. I, Name I all the cities. Saying like, they, they know they have a tough job ahead of them, is what I was trying to say. And they just they didn't have a video. It's just stupid. Yeah. So do they and get so, fined by MLS for doing no, that? No. What? No one said anything. Eventually, the team and the big supporters group uh, came out with a statement about it, and the supporters That's groups are like are trying to like uh, make an effort there. So FIFA can find Mexico for doing it, but MLS but, uh, can't oh, find yeah. nobody for doing anything oh, like exactly. that. MLS will find teams for doing the "you suck asshole" chant, but they won't. <laughs> but they won't find them for this. It's because they're just... or or a Philando banner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, they 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 won't. Yeah, so it's just because they're just too afraid, and they're like. Yeah, whatever. So that's bad. Um, the weird is, and this one's yours, Rodrigo. Yeah, I I'll let you know run this. this. Ooh, read it, though. Read it, though. Read it. Read, read the headline. Okay, yeah, read run, it. Run, yeah, you read it. All right. Honal Jr. starts an academy in Israel. You take it. You what? Yeah. This guy, man. This guy is... Go for it. Tell him. Tell him how you feel. He's just... He, he's kind of lost his mind. He, you, you brought up Kanye earlier. He kind of has... He's the Kanye of He soccer. has. He's kind of fallen down that, that right-wing rabbit hole. He is... From what I I can gather, a Bolsonaro supporter. Bolsonaro is kind of the the Trump of Brazil right now. Extremely far right, fascist, radical. He he literally was a part of the dictatorship in the eighties. Um, he's terribly homophobic, misogynistic, racist. Just an absolute piece of shit, as you can imagine. And Ronaldinho's like, oh cool, that's my guy. Yeah. Yep. And then he had was visiting, doing a, a tour. In Israel, the next thing you know, he makes an announcement that he's studied an academy there, and I'm like, oh, he's probably buddy buddies with Netanyahu. I, if this is the, <laughs> he's following the for, uh, a very for clear all, line. For all the, for all the, uh, yeah, for all we know, who, what else is going on right. down there? Right, I, so. he's lost his mind. All right, so uh, Minnesota 
two, Houston one. This was not an attractive game. Uh, it felt very much like the the games against Houston last season, where uh, it was pretty ugly. But I thought Wilmer Cabrera outcoached Adrian Heath last year. Um, this year. No, last, l- last year. No, this uh, year. What do you feel like? Oh, the, and so this year, so I was coming into it Friday. Uh, I was like, "We're gonna lose. This is going to be the worst losing streak <laughs> ever." Like, so, so since 1990, Minnesota has never lost five games in a row. Uh, so in the modern era, and uh, and then I woke up on Saturday. And it was like beautiful out. I was like, I'm gonna watch soccer. I'm gonna get get to yell at grown people and just like. And then I started to like feel a little bit of the optimism come in. So I was going into just negative negativity, and then I felt it. And uh, and it was a beautiful game. And the game. And I thought um, this was not a, a. There was no out coaching going on, uh, but uh, Minnesota took their chances and. Houston were very unlucky and also bad, and Minnesota were uh, lucky, somewhat lucky and not as bad, mm-hmm. and at times good. Um, so that's my overall. But I don't know if you want to. I I was at the game, so um, it was it was it was a great atmosphere. Um, was it like twenty one thousand? Yeah. So it was a pretty packed house. So it yeah, was, it was nice. I sat in the fancy seats. Oh, you I mean, did? Yes. How'd you get those? Uh, well, Bill McGuire. Here, here's, 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 here's. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> right, 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 right. That would be great. Like you know, what happened is um, we we're supposed. My daughter's supposed to have a be in a tournament. Tournament got canceled. But of course, ahead of time, my wife had uh, donated our tickets for this for this the past week games right. to a, to charity. Yeah. And then a, a fellow co coach um, was like, "Hey, I got tickets. You want to come sit with us?" I was like, "And I split the tickets with our family, so they're nice seats." And so really, fancy seats were you like in the box? No, no, they have a back. You know, oh, they gotcha. have it's all cushiony. You know, it's 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 fancy. That's fancy for me. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we were sitting down and we're watching the game, and uh, there were sections of it that I was. Um, Trying to figure out um, what team was out there, and then there were sections of it where I was like hopeful, and then I cringed every time Schuler had the ball, mm. and then I think I I I I yelled at Ibsen a couple times, you know. Yeah. Well, and then <laughs> yeah, and then there then there, there there were a lot. The atmosphere was great. There were lots of lots of interesting viewpoints. Uh, strategically, everything you know, we can we'll get into it later, and 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 try to def- the the. The, we'll just try to figure it out. Yeah, deconstruct. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, let's, let's start. Let's, yeah, let's, <laughs> we'll try to get both uh, um, working. Uh, so let, let's start with um, part of the atmosphere was like recovering from yet again another early goal. Yeah. Uh, um, ninth minute. Ninth minute. Uh, God, that was horrible. The, the ball just, you know, gets sent out wide and Romel Kyoto, and they, they have uh, Kyoto. Elise and Minotas, these guys all play together, national team and uh, for Houston. Mm. They, you know, Kyoto's out wide, and every time, you know, the scouting report on Kyoto is he's got a left foot, he will go to the byline, he will cross it in. Um, so Manly on this first one was really slow, gets easily beaten by just a simple move, the cross goes in. But, you know, that's a problem. But the bigger problem is that 
Minotas and Elise are running in uh, as this ball is being sent out wide. And Calvo and Tison are, are dropping back then. And Calvo over, looks over his shoulder, sees both guys. I'm interpreting this as yells and gestures to Tison that there's another one there. Tison's just running, does not see Elise behind him. He only sees Minotas over his left shoulder. And so then you've got two of the defenders covering one guy. And Elise just simply gets the ball at the back post. It's just, I mean, it was, it was like copy-paste 2017 goal. Cross comes in, Tissot misses his man running to the back post. Ouch. Like, that, that happened three times last year? At least three I think times. it's happened twice this year. It happened, yeah. It did happen in, was it the Chicago? It was a, yeah, one yeah, of those it's early It's happened games, more than yes. once. And I think, the, I, I still don't understand what the, the following year mark is. Um, is what the communication is in that way because that was totally Jerry's Jerry's person to cover. I, th- I think it's I think it's a la- lack of concentration. Uh, I agree. I think it has to assume that because I, yeah, because as soon as as soon as that goal went in, you saw Jerry's expression, hand on the face, and he was like, yeah. hey, "That that was my right." Yeah. Well, then do something about it, right? Why can't, why why do we always have to talk about those where the balls cross yeah. right in and 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 someone misses their mark? But, but we know that that's a weakness, right? Like we and certainly. Certainly, you need to drill it into your players like Jerry, uh, you know, watch your man, dude. Mm. Um, but it's a weakness, and it, it, it's always happening. And so that's where, you know, we come back to this. Is it an individual error? Is it a system error? Right, coaching. Whatever. And it's obviously, in this case, both, right? You know that Tison has concentration issues for that in, in that way. You've got a weak uh, right back who they exploited all match. Kyoto was just like, it was like... Uh, uh, Looney Tunes, right? Where like he looks at Carter Manley and just like <laughs> a stake suddenly appears and he's just drooling, um, like the Wally Coyote and Roadrunner, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. And so, so that that that's frustrating. And it was just like, oh, you know, trying to get your at- at- mm. the atmosphere going after that. Well, Manley did it had some some bright spots when he when he was one v one, but when like pushing the per pushing the player outside of the box. I think when he was when he was playing out there, he did okay. But uh, whenever he gave anybody any space, it was it was just all crosses, you know. Send how many crosses as you can over. And I I I, I don't I didn't understand what, what was going on, but at the same time I kept thinking, do I want Birch out <laughs> in that situation? Yeah. Uh Alexi Gomez is is a human being who can play that position. You know, or, he he, or you he can, can zone, he right? can he can, but um, I think he shouldn't. So well, that's that's that is a discussion we'll yeah, have. We can get there. Um, so then uh, the you know, uh, Christian gets a shot off. Uh, basically, his only touch was this like speculative uh, shot from distance that um, I think like that Carly Lloyd shot of the World Cup. Yeah, kinda. yeah, yeah, but. I don't think this one ever had, was in danger of going in. Uh, Angry Joe Willis was not that far off his line. He was, he, you know, and he kind of easily got Yeah, he pushed there. it out and got it back out. Um, but my my biggest frustration from the, the, well, the first half was that you've got Demarcus Beasley back there who is like 65 years old. <laughs> he is the point, Iron like, Man of the MLS. He's just, it's a swear, God, swear to God, basically there are... Academic journals written about how he's a miracle of science that he's yep. still playing. Pride he's, and joy of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah, he's the 
like pensioner out there walking without a cane, like mir- like praise Jesus miracle. And he at one point gets a takes a knock, and he's like hobbling, and and it's just like at why at why at that point were we not running everything? Switch Kyoto out to the right, and just just make them pay for having an old man with a gimpy leg out there. Hey, Ibarra, Ibarra, Ibarra tried to make him pay. He didn't, though. I mean, eventually well, Physically, did. physically, eventually. when he knocked him up for that, when he was going out for that header. That's, and he that's just, true, he did. He, he leaned right into that shoulder. But there were still a couple times, and this happened last year, where Ibarra got beaten to the ball by, by Beasley, and I was just like, that's... That that's supposed to happen, though. Uh, so, so, but, going, there was one point in particular where... Uh, this is pretty soon after the knock. DMB is hobbling back. He's like visibly limping back. And we're on a break. And both both Ibarra, who's running toward the right, and Christian, who's kind of running centrally but toward the right, both of them check back for the ball. And none of them just make a freaking run. Mm. There's no left back there. No one. They weren't doing a good job of covering. It just bummed me out. Like, why, why are they not exploiting this? And, ugh. Anyway, yeah, that's too bad. Um, I missed that in my in my match replay. Yeah, <laughs> that's too bad. Well, you were too busy uh, drinking your Sazeracs. So then, then basically, the the PK happens. The game gets even when Quintero picks up the ball, spreads it wide. Ibarra sends in a really good cross because it's yeah. not. It's like that was surgical, like three, literally. Right, it's like right, uh, yeah. th- three bears. You know, not floated, not whipped, just mm-hmm. like perfect. Um, and so, especially for because you're trying to hit Quintero, who's you know five you know, five, right? As big as your little sister, um, and uh, and it's just a handball. You know, it wasn't. I don't think Quintero had a great chance at the ball anyway, and so he gets lucky. Fuenmayor gets a handball, and then Quintero takes a PK, and we're boom, tied up at half. Yeah. Doesn't stick the landing though. I was a little disappointed. He went with the cartwheel, but oh. not a backflip. Come on. Yeah. But then he dabbed at the end. Yeah, Come on. That, that's weak sauce. That's, that was for the kids. If, if you're going to do the round off, you got to do the backflip. Come on. Hey, we don't want any more injuries, okay? That, we don't yeah. want any more injuries, all right? <laughs> that's true. He probably would pull an ACL <laughs> with our luck. I love, that, I love that you're like, look, guys, I'm going to let you handle most of the match report, but I am going <laughs> to. I am gonna critique. Seriously, this is I don't, this I don't is know what I have to continue. I can't tell you how Ibarra was, but Quintero <laughs> gotta stick the landing, you gotta, brother. You gotta, you gotta do the backflip. Um, <laughs> stick the landing. So uh, worrisome after that. Right after that is before the half. Um, Kyoto makes another simple move on the left, gets a shot at the crossbar, and just boing, 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 boing you know, knocks off the crossbar. That was again just manly being just being outdone. Uh, I, when I saw that happen, I was like, I, again, I was just, just seeing my life flash before my eyes. But after that, half, and then the game, like, sunk into a, just a malaise. You know, it was just not, nothing happening. It was not a good game on either side. Um, uh, you know, and then finally, uh, what is it? Oh, yeah. Then Houston had a chance to go ahead when... Um, the ball goes out left. It's not to Kyoto this time. It's to, I think, Martinez, who's playing on the le- left. No, anyway, who had run out there. Manley was confused as to whether he should pressure, so he runs out late. The ball um, gets crossed in, and then Minotas is being covered by Calvo, and Minotas just pushes him and gets two feet of space and heads it in, and 
right? The, the, heads, the, heads at low. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it was. It, like, that's somehow, what you're supposed to do when you get the ball. You head it low, hoping for a bounce. And, and Shuttleworth it, like separated his arm out of his body to get amazing. behind him. It was an, what a brilliant. He was yeah. he was Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, really. yeah. Exactly. He like stretched. His yeah. arms around. No, I don't know. He just well, it was one of those his where his body, body was going yeah. one way, and he had to like basically yeah. mm-hmm. turn his arm to go the yeah. other direction to get his, you know, fingernail yeah. on it. Like I said, I tweeted out that had to be like save. Of it was the week. beautiful. I actually, in fact, we, my uh, my son was doing a music program early this morning, and between the acts, <laughs> I was sitting next to one of the parents who happens to be Icelandic. We were talking about the team. We're like, dude, did you see Shuttleworth's save? He's like, no. Pull it up, <laughs> pull it up on YouTube. And of course, like, I, I wasn't paying attention to the volume. So the volume was like super loud. And you can hear the crowd noise and the save and everything. I'm like, ah, down, down, down volume. <laughs> but he loved it, though. It was a nice little break between the, no, yeah, no, it, it the was, kids' it was recorder a concert. Save. <laughs> um, Shuttleworth had a couple other pretty good saves. Nothing, nothing at that level. Definitely. The, the punch out was pretty good. Coming out uh, when he wrote, he wrote up for the punch out. Yeah, I'm I'm blanking on that right now. That's okay. Memory, you but... can blank out on that one. Um, <laughs> when did that that happen? After the Superman save? I think so. Yeah, save? I think there was a there was a punch out save that he had. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I think do 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 we think at this point do, you know if this is Shuttlesworth's job to lose or yes. are we yeah yeah so. I mean he he did. Um. There's he, just he something about him, right? Yeah. I, I don't get it. He, he just has awareness, or the the, he, the yeah. ball just happens to hit him. He's just a magnet for the ball, whether it be his face or wherever else. That it, it just, you get, it's he's just, getting an energy bar down here. I, what dude, are you I'm doing hungry. here? <laughs> just open it. Just go. <laughs> just, just go. Just wow, do it. Really? I'm just a hungry man. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I think Shuttle first was... first is the flip, and <laughs> now know. this, right? Seriously. <laughs> Um, you guys invited me. I told you I didn't have shit to say. I didn't even see the goddamn game. I wasn't there. <laughs> so I think that I think Shuttleworth. It is his job to lose. I think he's been good enough. And hasn't been. What do you want? All right, hush. I'm just a comic relief. <laughs> Not even that. Uh, you do bring Brazilian soda. Though. Hey, you see. Um. Uh. So anyway, and then um, seventieth uh, minute. This is where um Quintero is out wide. Um. Ibarra is more central, and so uh, then the ball kind of... Quintero sends it to Ibarra centrally. Colin Martin, who's come into the game, goes out wide, and then just just the movement between the three of them has now opened up the space at the corner. Ibarra makes a great run to the corner. Easy pass from Colin Martin. I mean, this was like... It was great looking stuff, but it, it was, was pretty. kind of basic stuff, right? Exactly, I mean, right? Just, well, you're supposed just to make do. a triangle, a triangle pass and pass, this, right. this move. And then Ibarra sends in a cross, and then Ibsen, uh, Johnny on the spot, is running t- to the near post and does this back heel goal that nutmegs. It does, I don't even know if it nutmegs. It went underneath him, so it's like a... It's kind of a slow-mo. Yeah, a, a coriander, whatever it is. Uh, and then it goes to the back post... Slowly, I had no idea what I. I well, what did you do at that time when you saw that ball just slowly yeah, roll in? I didn't in? know what was going on. I was like, I saw the cross, I saw something happen with feet, and then I see the ball like going, coming. coming, 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 coming. <laughs> yeah. I like just I go into a deep prayer, and then it goes in. The witch, the witch yeah, again. I'm the right? witch, yeah. So, but hey, guys, the witch. I don't know. I don't know if someone did. did I, I did last consult week my. This week. I did consult my aunt over the phone. Actually, over WhatsApp. 
that that app. I mean, we, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, and then I, I did go over some of the stuff. I, I I didn't sneak into your house, but I, I, I did I, I did try to do some of that just to be. I able was working to with the Erzuli crew in Nolens too, so we were. We were There's a lot <laughs> the, of, the lot good, of the good juju. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I feel I feel spiritually whole, and um, also it was such a. Uh, bris- I, oh my god. I forgot to tell you, I had this. I don't know if this happened. I think this happened the night of the game. <laughs> I haven't told anyone this yet. I had a dream that I was standing, or I was basically center center field, maybe in the stands or something like that, but close enough that Calvo walks by at the end of the game and he hands me a note. <laughs> I don't know what was in the note. <laughs> You had a dream about this? I, it was an actual dream. Did you like wake up and were like, <gasps> so this is it? Like, I think wow. this is like a whoever, spiritual dream. Whoever casts a spell, I don't know. Calvo, I know you listen. <laughs> Francisco, um, por favor. We need to now, I, I don't know what we need to do, do some sort of Blood Brothers thing. Desert, yeah. Desert I, I Peyote. I don't think yeah. so. Don't, I don't, think yeah, so. don't mess with it at don't this Don't mess point. with it. Just, just, just live with it. Right so uh, aside from that, Houston and Minotas had another late chance uh, that uh, was very lucky, was sent over. That was just bad defending overall. So now that we've kind of covered the points. We, um, did, we didn't mention that Ibsen redeemed himself, right? Because the Houston goal was basically his fault from what I saw. Like he completely botched that one like, um, from what I saw wait, in the what, replay. Early on, in yeah. early on, I no, I think that that was, uh, no, that was the Tison one. Oh, okay. I, there there no. was one that... Maybe, Ibsen maybe, was bad. Maybe it was a shot. This was definitely... It was, it was a shot on goal. Maybe this was, was definitely Hyde, Ibsen, and then suddenly Dr. Jekyll happened and he scores the goal. I remember a couple of podcasts ago, I said that he was going to score maybe three or four goals. We're close. We're halfway there. This, I mean, this is like the most Brazilian goal I think in the history of. Well, if you Minnesota. if you if you follow the the, the um, back heel slow mo, if mean, you watch like, if you if you follow on. the Los Loons Twitter account, they have a frame by frame of the goal, but also of his expression. His face. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, his expression it's, is it's just like, it's, it's the best mm-hmm. meme we're going to be able to put together yeah. in the next just, couple of years. Mm-hmm. So. Not 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 impressed. So a few things I'll, I'll, I'll bring up, and then I, you tell me what you want to talk about. Alexi Gomez. That's that guy. The Peruano. He comes oh, wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh the jersey. I thought you were wearing your Danish jersey. Oh, ah. No, yeah, sorry. Danish, this is not spelled F-P. Well, Peru. But I mean, I said it was happening so, a month and a half down here. So Alexi Gomez came in. It was in the midfield, and also in the second half, it kind of switched to this 4-3-3, right? Three central right. midfielder mm-hmm. thing. I couldn't. I I wasn't able to rewatch the game again this week, um, so it was hard for me to track. Once Alexi Gomez did it go back to the four two three one, or whatever we're calling. You know, or did did he stay? Did he stay central as a? He stayed more fielder? central. He stayed more central, and then try to play as much as a wing. Pretty much, I think his instruction was from Heath was like, play with Quintero or like find, yeah. look look for Quintero and then try to look, try to do that. I think Colin Martin was a good sub. I, I thought that was that was the, and I don't say that a lot, but but it but it was. He totally brought a whole different energy, and he and he brought that that quick decision making and and quick passing that needs to be need needs to be used. Uh, because I've said it before, when um, Jerry and and Miguel Ibarra get together on that wing and they do that that well pass, that he always knows where to go, and that's how that second goal came. It was pretty much just a, a give and go kind of thing, and he just and Martin just pushed it 
for all that green space in front of it, and then Barra just went out there and just. Who did Martin go in for? Remind me. Because uh, Gomez went in for Ibsen, right? Yes. So who did he take out? Uh, Sammy. Mm. Nicholson yeah. went out. Yeah, and that's when it shifted. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think I think you know we've talked about for weeks. Schuler should be coming out in the seventieth, or sometimes Ibsen. I think, um, and Colin Martin is a he, he's not a stellar um, midfielder, but he is a pretty good option off the bench. Both he and Colin Warner, I think. Colin Warner, I, I don't know, is like basically just like exiled or something. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's. He's going on. in the same uh, house that Ibarra was last season. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah some, something. He something must have happened. said something, right? Uh, and so, but Colin Martin, I think, is a good option. I didn't. I thought that he was. Um, he still, I think, he was part. You know, the late chance for Houston. He was in the mix for some of that blame there. But he's he's a gritty player. He'll he'll get physical. He'll fight for the ball, yeah. but he's always looking for the for the quick play out. And but, I think that works. Yeah, but in last that system. last season he had almost every game one one. Big mistake, yeah. and I, well, I think that, that's why he played twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he got more time in, in that. That there was a period where he got a little bit more time. Yeah, but yeah. I would like to see more of him. So, uh, other things: Darwin Quintero finally get to getting to see him at home. Uh, he is, he's a step up, right? This is what you want, like the team to bring in these kind of magical players. Um, he didn't do much this game. That was. Uh, you know, life changing, but it was you could see an extra level of quality That's in good. there. And I, and I think the more the more playing together he gets in jail, the better it will be. Um, I think once um, uh, Gomez came in, it it there there is a certain place that they were looking for each other, and they they had a couple of real nice giving goes, and just him and and and, and um, Toy. Who who came in for uh, Ramirez? They were looking for each other. They were doing the quick quick passes, and that was totally penetrated into the one third of the field that they needed to go and do that. And the more we see that, the more um, the more is going to be the more opportunities are going to be. There were lots of chances to be able to score some more goals. I did not comprehend how fast Gomez was until I saw him on the field and saw him cut up. And he's a pretty fast, fast. fast I think it's player. fun that we have this. We have this Conmebol force now, man. We got the Brasileiro, Peruano, Colombiano. It's like, yeah, let's get the Equatoriano, Ar- Argentino. Let's get some French Uruguay. Guiana. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh man, no, they got. They're not even in it. I know. They're I in know. the. They're in Conmebol. I know. I, I think. I think. So weird. It was. It was really yeah. nice to be able to see that that, that tiki taka type of play that is known yeah, as. That's like, what I'm saying. It's, it's, and it's it was. Fun. And it was fun watching. You know, Quintero and let's Gomez. Get Juliano back out there. Yes. <laughs> I miss that guy so much. He was fun too. Uh, yeah, and so it, it, it's it's fun. That, that goes into one of the questions, maybe. Yeah, yeah. and then but the only thing is, it's like bringing it back to Ibsen is that he was, I don't know, he was Schuler was more of doing the distribution of the ball, and um, which was, you know, it, it it can be good, it can be bad. I mean, we we were out possesses this whole game. We were outshot. I think we the only thing the only. The only thing, the only two things we were good at was the result and maybe the fouls that we were. Uh, our expected goals was one point zero one, so we did well to outperform that. Yeah, Houston's goodness. was two point three five. So, a we had Shuttleworth pull, putting on a show, right? right? Yep. And B, we were very lucky. So, but 
we need to get lucky sometimes. Right. And so, so the MLS is right. You play to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, we should also say uh, Miguel Ibarra. Oh, he worked his butt off. He looked- yet again was just freaking great. Yeah, and he's still, you know, every week we say this. Like I think that he's been really good. You know, someone someone uh, after the game, I think, was tweeting at me like he's been the best player of the season. And I, I, I kind yeah, of that was me. Oh, was he? <laughs> Somebody, some some asshole was tweeting at me. Internal fifty five one memo. Yeah, uh, and and I mean my hesitation there is just that I think that he's been really good, but maybe it's just that we haven't had anyone who's awesome yet this right, season. But, but but then but, but then I, the question I posed to you is like, is like, but can you live without starting him? Right, right, and and no, I I wouldn't. Uh, I think there's some people who could, who are in charge of the team. Yeah, but, um, right. But at but, the, like, but, but even Heath can't can't yeah, yeah. can't, can't afford to point. do that. Not well, at this point, especially with the injuries. But uh, I think I think what I'm really thinking is that I think that there's a step above because Miguel is now getting close to the best that we've seen from Miguel. Right. Correct. He's been a bit unlucky. He needs to get a couple goals, and then he'll then he'll start doing that. This, but I think that he. He's got a higher ceiling than what we have seen of him before, mm-hmm. and um, one thing that you know he had this great total classic Miguel quote to I think it was Greeter talking about you know talking to uh, Miguel and Christian about Quintero, and Miguel was saying like oh yeah, this is every interview with Miguel he do- he does this where it's like he will talk about like yeah you know these people you know when he went down to mexico he and i talked he and we talked a couple times and um he was like yeah they've been saying oh yeah you play like this person and really encouraging and he's like just so nice and like really just needs encouragement like that and like really loves that and like and so he's talking about how yeah quintero's been telling me to like be, you know you know take the ball and then just attack more and be you know move forward more and and it's just like yeah, Miguel, we've all <laughs> been saying that. <laughs> but it's great. And then this game, he did. There were two or three times where he was like, he turned and he like made a move. And it wasn't, he wasn't trying killer balls, but there was a bit more forward mindedness to it. Right, him. right. And I also think that too, he, he was aggressive and, and physically as well, too. I mean, there was a takedown of, um, it was a takedown of the Iron Man of the MLS, Beasley. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just, he was he was greedy trying to fight a lot of times and there's one time where he had the ball and he did the Maradona and then he got slide tackled right yeah. and I was like well we were like because well, uh, we were watching we're like wow he just hit the Maradona he, you know he spun around perfectly and he just got taken down he got up walked away he was like alright time time to get to work and I think I think um, right now if I, were to, if I was to evaluate, I think he's probably been the most valuable player that we have on the field. I mean, I, like we like you say, what's the best decision for him is on the field. No matter mm-hmm. what he's doing, he needs to be on there. He has the poss- possibility to create, specifically with his speed. Um, you add in a Gomez, you add a Quintero, and, and someone else who can make that, that quick wall pass or that quick yeah. triangle. You know, there were many times in which Quintero was uh, unselfish. Mm-hmm. Specifically, that ball that I think um, was right in the box, and he instead of taking a shot, played it slowly to I think it was uh, a running. Uh, uh, who was that? Was it Martin or was it Toy? Somebody was running onto the ball and it just didn't get there in time. Mm. I think in those type of situations, you know, 
I prefer for him to shoot, but at the same time, it's all getting to know each other at mm-hmm. that point. And um, getting to know all. Yeah, and uh, and so it's all about it's all about that chemistry that they're building right now. I, I feel bad for Christian for uh, being. Um, oh yeah, we should out. talk about that. Yeah, it's it's got. Uh, who knows? We still don't know what it is. Um, the, you know, the team usually is off today, so we'll probably hear tomorrow or something. But hamstring. I would say it's very unlikely we see him this weekend. Um, <clears throat> but who knows? Maybe it was just something he felt something cramp wanted, wanted to. Yeah, when he looked like he back. was running into, he was he was running, and then just one of them just leg just kind of yeah. like gave out, and it was, it yeah. was he and, had to be subbed out. And 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 th- those were great minutes for the rookie though to come yeah, in. For toy. And toy is is you can see something there in Heath's comments after. Um, uh, to to the media were like talking about him as a project, which again is just everyone's a project. Shocking right? to me, like you you talk to someone like just to say something positive to him about it. He looked, he came out there, he had a tough job to do, and he did it well. Yeah. And then in the back room, tell him, look, you need to you because you could see a couple, two or three times where it was just like, ooh, that was not that's not. You wouldn't see the the next level. Striker doing that, yeah. The other thing that too that was that was good to see is not only the midfield but the, um, but there was times where Christian also came all the way down to the box to be able to help out and pressure and defend, and that was something that we hadn't seen in a while. At least you know um, how like everybody just like Cantero would even come down for time mm-hmm. and time, but you know um, trying to stay wide as that fake nine. Um, to be able to feed whoever was up top, but Toy was. Yeah. I mean, he 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 understands that quick play, and I think he's with speedy that, too. I mean, yeah, he's got the pace. So it, I think I think it, we, the more combination we see see in that, and the more um, more of that. Uh, I mean, I was I was I was I was okay with Schuler. There was a couple of times that made me cringe when some of the passes that he made or decisions, but most of the time he was he didn't make any crucial mistakes. Did you guys see the? Uh... I can't think of his handle now. Finish footy, something like that. Uh, no. Oh, he's every time Schuler touches the ball, basically the finish foot guy is all up in hashtag and then you have see praising Schuler. Oh really? Yeah. I think that I think that he was pretty decent last game. Definitely better than Ibsen. Um but I want to move on to just uh this weekend. Yeah. It's a early game, one PM. Labor Day. Uh, Labor, Labor Day. Uh I know that the Mill City Ultras yeah. are they're uh at Nomad, right? That's, yeah, gonna be like a we're doing a little uh, little maybe. Labor Day solidarity thing with the uh, Twin Cities General Defense Committee through the IWW um, and bringing some of those folks to the match. I think it'll be some of their, their first time there. And um, I don't know if we were too uh, organized to get, well, our, our main TIFO guy is out of the country right now. But, you know, we might have some... IWW paraphernalia some, and so Red Loons will join. Yeah, I, Red I will, Loons is I'll up join. in there. Um, it's gonna be fun. We're just trying to kind of connect yeah. some dots that are already there cool. and celebrate Labor Day and bring them in. Uh, this week also was uh, like the p- pure Venn diagrammed middle of uh, the soccer beer labor of Red Loons because yes, you because should talk about the, that because of the beer JJ. The, what is it? The JJ Taylor, Taylor. beer strike. Uh, their their distributors are striking, and so uh, some supporters were trying to figure out, well, what's the non scab yeah, beer? Yeah, what can we drink? And surely at the stadiums is uh, distributed by someone else other than JJ Taylor. So Lots surely it's good to drink. 
And uh, and someone was like, "This is like perfect red loon stuff." I was like, "Yeah, you're right. This is our three. This is uh, our pillars." So they really appreciated it too. The the Teamsters, like, I mean, they retweeted us. They retweeted you guys. They they loved that the supporters had their back. And so that was a cool show of solidarity. I mean, simple, but they appreciated it. Vancouver this weekend. Uh, Vancouver's a, a bad team, but like the Western Conference, it's just a bunch of bad teams and LAFC. But uh, and and sporting, I guess. You're going to talk about the other Peruano, aren't you? Yes, yeah. but he has. They have a Peruvian on the team, so we get to see. We get to see the right clash now. of Peruanos. Yeah. yeah, who knows? We'll see what happens, right? Um, we can get more into that later. Was <laughs> with it Twitter uh, questions? So, so uh, Russell Tybert was it Tybert or? T- I think it was Tybert. I'm, I'm going off my memory, which is bad. Just last week, we, we will not be seeing him uh, because he. Uh, Got a second yellow for taking off his jersey to celebrate. Wow! Nice. <laughs> Just scoring a PK. So Vancouver, um, they I would say like the great thing is we're at home. We're good at home. Every team, particularly in the Western Conference, is bad away. Uh, Vancouver play a very muscular English, knock the ball up there, direct soccer. They've got Kai Kamara, who is no schlub. Um, does that make you more or less fearful for our center backs? Hearing that it's because Boxel, I, I, I didn't we didn't say anything about Boxel. I know Rodrigo, but <laughs> yeah, I thought he was pretty decent. Boxel. Decent last game, uh, I thought Calvo was somewhat decent, except for you know obviously almost giving up a goal. Um, do 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 you have any fears about uh, going up against that directness, or does that kind of actually more suit what we do? Hmm. This is like I, I feel the Jeopardy theme song in my head going on, trying to come up with an answer. I I I think overall, I think um, depending on on where um, more Van, Vancouver wants to um, send the ball, like if it's towards Manly's side, might be that might be more of okay if they try to exploit it because he's a physical guy and um, big guy with a big guy is you know it's like you know Rhino versus. Hippo, oh, who's gonna win, right? I mean, right? who's who's Jordi Reyna gonna just destroy? Uh, probably Boxel. Okay, because you know the New Zealand versus Peruvian thing. You know, they, oh, they man. already broken down <laughs> that wall already. So. Wow, look at that! Oh man, all the way back there. Uh, it sounds well, like a midfield battle to me. I mean, if if the midfield can perform well, um, whether that's with Alexi, I, I mean, but, but, yeah, with, Vancouver's got it. Schuler, Schuler has a good game, and Ibison has a. Yeah. Alexi Gomez has to start as a left back. I do, I'm just going to say it right now. Seriously, I don't know if he's any good at left back, but but our, our fullback situation is dire. D i r e hmm. dire. So all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to break because we got yeah. Twitter questions. Back on the 551 podcast. Uh, send us uh, questions anytime you want. Uh, you can send them to me at, uh, I just forgot my 551 email. So Wes at Westperdine.com. You can just use that. Um, Hashtag 551pod. Yeah, just do that. Um, Aaron Wellman says, going, uh, going to get this one this time around, Rhino or Hippo? You just answered Hippo. Him. Yeah, I'm absolutely Rhino. I Hippo. saw Jumanji. Hippo. Hippos are just smelly water turds. They do, just, rhinos are like the closest, like like a link to the dinosaurs. Man, those are massive. there's there's a little the majestic. There's beasts. 
there's an article written on Deadspin in which they totally talk about which ones, which ones more, which one you should fear more about the rhino and the, uh, and, and the hippo, and then you know they're just, well, they're not giving any credit to the hippo. I mean, the hippo can. I'm definitely more in. afraid of a hippo, but a rhino is far more awesome. Well, it's yeah. land or sea, right? And also, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it can still chase you. Where you're in the water, it's I'm scared of the hippo. If I'm on land, I'm really scared of a rhino. <laughs> I don't know. I say I say hippo. David say Deckham uh, at David Deckham says, <coughs> "How many more injuries before Minnesota United <laughs> runs out of players? <laughs> three, three more. Uh, I don't know. If we can just survive to July, we can get three more uh, uh, left wingers in. So God. apparently, there was a reason why we were getting left wingers, right? Yeah. Carl Bates uh, has a two-parted question. Well, this is the really good question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, given Gomez's cameo in midfield, in what position do you think he'll end up getting the most minutes? And he says, I think Omar Omar Gaber, I don't know how you say his last name, LAFC guy for, from Egypt, makes an interesting point of comparison. Both players were projected as fullbacks, but started their MLS careers higher up the pitch. Uh, and then I'm going to... F- so let me ask about that, and then I'll do the follow-up question. Well, you kind of talked about that just off uh, recording right now. You... Uh... You were saying you want him on... Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he starts fullback uh, right before... You want him broke. on left back. Yeah, I want him as, as left back, and uh, I, I just don't care. I want... we. It is dire at fullback right now. We need someone in there. I, I don't disagree that we're dire at fullback. I just don't think that he... That that's where he's best at, so... FOMO. Yeah, I, no, seriously, yeah. I, he, yeah. I think he has fear of missing out of developing a play and being up in the attacking third. I mean, we saw a lot of a lot of him being um, looking for Quintero, which probably was his instructions. You know, look for Quintero or look for a, for a play. And and I think if he gets if he gets a full 30, 30 minutes, I think he could he has he has the opportunity to be able to create, which he likes doing that. But I, so I we, mean, he's fast too, so I don't know. I mean, like he can send them, go for it, he can pressure. But having, I just don't see him tracking back if we place left back. You, you, we, yeah. we all remember when Sammy uh, played left back for a, for a couple of games where he would go up, and his sole role was just to create offense, and then slowly track back. Right? I I think. If you play him at left back, at left back, that's that's the expectation that you should have. That he'll go up there and create, and slowly He's track back, hand. and then so you'll have either a Miguel Ibarra, which was was happening when Sammy was playing, fill that mm-hmm. fill that void for now, playing behind him, um, to be able to oh, play in front of him so he can we can go behind him and fill that or or. Or, or on Ibsen, right? Mm, but I don't yeah. know how, how, how great the option that might be. So, so his follow-up is, I think there's an interesting discussion to be had about the merits of the squad playing a 3-5-2 like Atlanta or Toronto given our dwindling wing options. Um, uh, b- parallels with basically Darwin being used like Barco or Giovinco, Ibarra Deeper, like uh, Vasquez or Almiron. The the formation stuff, uh, That's the. I'll give that to you, uh, Coach. Um, why don't you start there? I I think, I think the advantage of of playing a a three five two is that you're 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 trying to distribute the ball to the wings and make those wings go up and down and look for whoever those those two players. I I I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a fan of like just having two forwards in a sense, like because you think about them just being side to side. I I I'm more I think I think when I say a three five two, I really mean like a three five one one. So have one playing kind of at, right. a, at, a, at a diagonal 
so so they can create the option or look for it or not and be able to give that back. So I think, I mean, I I like having more midfielders, especially if your issue is on defense is is, is not coming back or not being able to stop them on a counterattack. With a with a with a three five two, you have the option of whoever goes up or is pushing up. You still have enough to be able to plug the middle, but with the understanding that they come back at the same time. Yeah, but that's was... that's the thing. I mean, like with 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 we we need to be able to have people that are willing to track back. And who do we have those that can do that? Uh, besides Miguel Ibarra, I don't know. That's what scares me. Is I don't know who else is. Maybe a Colin Martin Th- might, might come back. Leaving the, um, the already troubled defense, even exactly. But, but if you've got if you've got Calvo there, who can no no longer do. We've had this conversation before on this pod, but and we'll have it again. If, <laughs> if Calvo is put as the ball winning uh, defender, right, and then you've got two guys kind of behind him a little bit, uh, he can kind of go pull out from the defense to be a little bit more of a defensive midfielder and then pull back so that he can do the ball playing stuff that he wants to do and, and move forward a little bit. And then, uh, you know, it, it is a question of can Alexi Gomez play as a wing back and do the back part? Uh, I mean, that, that's that's a much doable, I think, for him. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I, we'll I, that's the thing. I mean, like, what do you do with Jerry then? You, you don't use him. You use Miguel Ibarra as the right wing back. You use Alexi Gomez as the left wing back. You have uh, Schuler, Ibsen, uh, and Colin Martin. And then you've got uh, Darwin and... and uh, Toy? Toy. And Toy, or, or Christian, but yeah, Toy. And this week. This week would be Toy, yeah. Start. And this is not going to happen now. This would happen post-World Cup. This That's what you would do with the World Cup. You'd figure out this other mm. plan. We have oh, that's right. interesting. That, okay, that is, because we have like a, 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 a a we have certain strengths in our squad. We do have lots of wingers still, even with all the injuries. We still have Nicholson. You know, we still have Martin. We have Warner, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we've got lots. And we have of, the, lots of these central midfielders. Pankop we've got still. S- cent- you know, what don't we have? We don't have fullbacks. Yep. Nope. We're low on center backs center too. Back. Well, once Olmsberg comes back, you've got four center backs. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, did you say, was yeah. Wyatt Olmsberg uh, went to uh, Tulsa, Tulsa Rednecks. <laughs> Red <laughs> Roughnecks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do it on purpose. Amazing. Oh wow! Oh. That, that, flew, that flew so natural out of, your, out of your tongue. I just oh shit! <laughs> I just don't uh, know. <laughs> So Wyatt Olmsberg went to the Rednecks. Uh, I'm so uh, glad I didn't have beer wow. in my mouth. I've been everywhere. United Loons <laughs> says, uh, does this win mean that the same defensive midfield pairing will be used the next three plus games? Absolutely. Of course it will be. Yeah. Okay, I mean, let's name them then. No, I mean, it's just the same thing. Is the, This same team is going to be trotted out next week. Would you, would you switch? Like, would you give Colin Martin a start? No. No? But, so then you sub him in for who? For Ibsen or Schuler at the 50, mm-hmm. 60 minute? Yeah, yeah. 60 minutes. Same thing with Alexi Gomez. I'd, you know, I would maybe, I would think earlier. about maybe putting Alexi Gomez starting for Sammy Nicholson if you thought that he, he might I think that would be a, yeah. Uh, but pro- more likely, Nicholson will start. Alexi Gomez will come in for him. Toy will start. Unless maybe Dinladi's fit. Okay, so then... But so, the so if Toy starts, does he play at the full ninety? 
Because um, we don't know where Dan Lottie's. Well, you don't, if you don't have another striker, he plays the full 90, yeah. I mean, you could always put Darwin Quintero as the striker, right? You could, but then who do you play in in the hole in next to him? No matter, no matter what, you need. So, yeah, yeah I think. I love playing coaching. Yeah. yeah. So let's finish on this. Alex Schieferdecker, uh, <laughs> Trivia King, says, All Stephen Bedeshore does is win. Every team he plays for wins. Every team he plays for doesn't have to worry about his fullback position. Minnesota United's biggest mistake is never going out and getting this guy, right? Uh, you know, we've talked, like, Sheaf on this show, he and I have talked about Stephen Bittishore. I don't know if we've talked about it with you guys. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. It's really stupid. Uh, at the time, would you guys have any thoughts on Bittishore? Oh, no, not really. Okay. At the time of the dispersal draft, or when we were entering the league, it was like, Stephen Bittishore's available. Sure, he makes. 300 grand. Where's he at right now? Uh, he's at LAFC, LAFC. right? Uh, he, wa- he, wa- he was at Toronto at the time. Um, where's Beta Shark? It's okay. We'll so, um, yeah, he's at LAFC. Okay. Um, he was at Toronto at the time. He's great. 31-year-old. He was great for San Jose. Great for Toronto. Now he's great for LAFC. Uh, he's more expensive for what you want to be paying for a fullback, but he's a winner. He and so at the, at the time, there were two players I thought, we should get these guys for our team. And it was Michael Parkhurst and Stephen Betashore. Instead, we went with Vadim Demidov and... Calvo. Cal, well, Calvo and, uh, you know, who was, who, you know... Uh, Johan? Was Jermaine Taylor going to be start as our fullback? No, it was... I guess eventually we got Tison in. I, w- I was trying. Oh no, they wanted to. They wanted to start Venegas as they. Oh, Venegas, as that left. Venegas yeah, was their so. number one. D- right. Davis was yeah. like always thought of as you know he he's right, going to be our backup. Right, right. But Venegas they did think could start. Oh my god, and and I and think where like, is he now? Right, I think yeah, he's in that. He's in India, I think. Yeah. But um, um, Parkhurst and and uh, Betashur are just good veterans. We didn't bring. Good veterans like that. We brought some some of these MLS veterans in, but they were too old to be. You know, the Jermaine Taylors were past their way past their prime, and Betashur at thirty one is still. You know, now he's on the end of his prime, but bringing in a thirty year old like that, yeah, I would say absolutely, Chief Decker, you're right. Thanks for contributing to the podcast, even though you're at trivia. <laughs> Well, my reply to Alex was B fifty two. The worst thing is thing is it didn't sign more Peruvians. So that was that was my reply to to yeah. Alex. Yeah. I think I think we need to do that. Yeah, no. Eric, I just want to point out that trivia night is not bingo night. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these things. Well, one of the, one of the cool things that I that I that I did enjoy from this past game was the fact that there were that um that there was a Peruvian flag. Yeah, um, oh, this was actually really cool. And then also that um, that right as um, as Gomez came in, we're like literally right after the dark clouds and the supporter section started singing the Esta Noche chant. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was a nice touch. 
Also, um, I think right maybe 10 minutes before that, they were panning like the audience during one of the MN, MN UFC chants. And there was this guy in a Peruvian jersey just totally like going off at the MN UFC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wow. And like my, the person saying to me, he's like, look, that guy's got a Peruvian jersey. He I was, was like, wow. feeling it. He was yeah. totally into yeah. it. And then at the end, at of the course, end. right, at the very end. Uh, Gomez walks out to the supporter section and he exchanged uh, what I believe was his his jersey number from the Peruvian national team with his uh, 23 that he was wearing and he walked off with a Peruvian jersey on. So that was those were nice touches. Uh, I think you know I mean I mean we we've seen what he is capable of doing. So I mean what we'll see what more options he got to play it. So hopefully he gets more playing time and hopefully. I, I hopefully he does good enough so I don't have to really yell at him and really start feeling bad about my um, my torn uh, allegiances to to <laughs> to 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 where I should should try not to think about. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, this weekend we'll be back uh, watching the game. We'll be at the stadium. Yes. Oh yeah, there was another. There was one more question. Sorry, Bill said. Oh yeah, th- let's finish this. Which former loon still playing in the lower divisions do you wish we had? And then someone's response was Jack Blake, Jack Blake, Jack Blake. <laughs> um, do you, I'm I'm trying to think of. I'm so, trying to think. Yeah, still playing. I mean, still playing. The the people down there are besides uh, Venegas. Venegas, Justin Davis is playing for Nashville. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Michael Reed is still playing for Nashville. You've got uh, where are these all these guys? The, I mean, Connor Tobin's at in uh, North Carolina. Um, who are the more recent guys though? Who's the Who's the one who Alex Schieferdecker would talk about? Jim ba- uh, Banksy, um, J.C. Banks. Oh yeah, uh, that dude. You've got uh, Stefano Pino, uh, who's mm-hmm. at Orlando City, so not lower division. Um, <laughs> not lower I mean, Jack, Bla- Jack Blake is the one who's done the best so far since leaving. Other than you know, Pino had a good year at Miami and then then got pulled up by by Orlando, um, injured in our But I, I mean, I don't, I don't. Particularly miss. Uh, I, I I don't think Jack Blake would add anything that Colin Martin, Ibsen, or Schuler don't don't. Yeah, that, that's know. true. That's so true. I I don't miss him. Sorry guys. I, I I do I do miss Venegas just as a presence though, but that's just about it. Though. I kind of hated the dude, but hey, his Instagram's pretty cool to follow. So he's kind of a wanker though. <laughs> anyway, moral of the story. We'll end on Say that. For, in in that respect, that's Justin Davis. Man, he was he was the fun one. He was the party animal. Yeah. And a good guy. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll be back, uh, I assume, next week, unless, yep. you know, apocalypse or whatever. All right. Yeah. Or you or try to catch us at the stadium or something like that. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. Uh, f- go find Rodrigo in his uh, Peruvian jersey and buy him a beer. Yay! Yay!